I'm Danny. And I am Damika. And we are biracial unicorns. It's toolkit time. Yeah, bonus toolkit <laughs> time. New month, new toolkit. Happy April Fools! <laughs> Psych! No, I'm just kidding. No, Psych, you don't have to do the work. White supremacy is just a gag. It's just yeah. kidding. <laughs> if only. Is April Fools' Day happening this year? We're still all online, mostly, right? So, yeah, I don't know. I remember last year everyone talked about like what to do with April Fools with the lockdown, and just been like, just kidding. But then I don't think I don't think anyone's in the mood. I'm not in the mood. I'm just like not. I've never been a big prankster. I don't like pulling pranks. I don't like to be pranked upon. So I am definitely not in the mood. Mm, yeah, I'm not in the mood. But. Um... <laughs> April Fools, we have a headache, and we're not in the mood. We're not. We're not here for it. <laughs> but what we are here for, yes, is being people of color, surviving predominantly white institutions. Ba, 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 ba. PWIs. <laughs> yes, this month we'll be talking all about PWIs and our relationship as biracial unicorns with PWIs. Mm-hmm. We're going to be breaking this up, our two May episodes of the month of PWIs academically, as I think that's probably our first real major introduction to that. And then we're going to slip into what that looks like in the professional world and um, what that looks like for us and the survival part of that. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> what that looks like. Yeah. Yeah. And for some of us, it's it's all the same. Yeah. Just <laughs> so. one big conglomerate. But it's good. It's good because it's one of those things of just kind of looking at it from all angles because you get it from all angles. It's <laughs> true. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's let's talk a little bit about our, our resources this month. Yeah, we're going to be watching uh, The Blurred Lines, a documentary on the declining differences between historical black colleges or we're going to or uh, universities in today's societies or HBUs, kind of the opposite of the historical black universities or colleges versus PWIs. And so it's it's not a very long uh, video, but I think it's a really good kind of taster if you are unfamiliar with the term or what that looks like and also like a little bonus if you have time like dear white people if you were on netflix and you haven't dipped that toe in we were trying to decide which episode would be best just watch yeah (laughs) like one of the main characters is in fact a biracial unicorn um so it's a really really great lens and to consider her her existing in those realms. Yeah. Highly recommend the show. It's a good show. Yeah. So do that, especially in the lens of the academic world. Yes. We do have some readings for you as well. Um, Our shorter reading, which is uh, just an article, is called Your Predominantly White Organization, Yes, Even Yours, is Exactly One Live Tweeted Racist Event Away from Public Disgrace. Uh, While it is not a succinct (laughs) title, it is a beautiful (laughs) title. Oh, gosh. It is poetry. (laughs) Yeah. So this article by Bridget Fielder um, is about the role of academic PWIs in anti-racism work and and kind of the issues that are facing PWIs and that are facing BIPOC people existing in those PWIs. Short read, accessible read, highly recommend. If you're looking for something a little longer and something that might provide you with some steps in how to overcome and how to change the system, uh, we would like to recommend the book 
How to Be an Anti-Racist by friend of the show, Ibram X. Kendi. He's not, he doesn't know we exist, but I'm just going to put out there that he's friend of the show and maybe it'll happen. Yeah, I think, look at you manifesting that. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, we're just, we'll do it up. We also want you to take some, some action. We want you to follow this. Danny brought this up. Change the Museum. It's it's on Instagram that changed the museum. Uh, it is just, I, I live, is, I live for at Change the Museum. It is just, it's literally calling out white supremacy in the museum and art world. And I think this is doing something that I think is really personal to Danny and I's heart. So, several of the articles I've just read up to this talking about not only the world of academia, not only the professional corporate world, but the sneaky white supremacy that's not so sneaky in the art, liberal arts world. And I'm really glad. It's just so unapologetic. It is so clear. These are real life experiences. This is people who are putting their story out on the forefront. And I found that so in- inspiring. It is so good to to read. It is validating that this is something I would really love to try this month as well. I really want to hear from other unicorns. If you feel safe and we can leave you completely anonymous to give us your experiences in PWIs, both professionally, academically. We would love to hear that. We would like to put it up as well in a very a similar style, which is just unapologetic. This is it. We're not trying to convince anyone in a place where you feel safe and believed. And of course, we'll give you more information with that with the release of our toolkit as well. Yes, I really love that action. I think there is real power to sharing story. And I think the anonymous factor does make it a little bit easier because (laughs) tying it all together, as stated in the article, it's hard. And Mm -hmm. the truth is like, we don't not talk about these things, but sometimes we have to be a little bit covert when we Mm -hmm. talk about these things and just talk about them amongst ourselves. So we'd love to use our, our platform to shine some light on everyone's experience in PWIs. Uh, We do have one additional action Mm -hmm. to share with you this month as well. We would like to encourage you to take a look at a PWI you might work with or a PWI that exists in your field and in your geographic location and look at it through the lens of white supremacy culture characteristics. Oh, it's and, good. Yeah, we'll be sharing this list that was put together by Kenneth Jones and Tema Okun about what and how white supremacy culture, how that manifests itself in organizations. Because how can we dismantle a thing if we don't know what we're dismantling? If you, if you don't know what it looks like, honey. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a lot, a lot for this month. Happy April. Hopefully you all have a bit more energy now that we're heading into springtime. Mm-hmm. And we hope that you can build the space to take a look at these resources and to join us for our episodes this month. Exactly. And I something I think would also be really helpful, find someone to talk about it. We want to hear about it. So please feel free to email us or add us on Instagram, but also find yourself like your co-conspirators or your fellow unicorn and like talk this stuff out. I promise it will not seem like a lot if you're doing it in tandem with someone you guys are just both trying to like grow or heal or challenge or beef up that toolkit. Yeah, yeah, definitely the power of connection and community and talking it through with someone. And if you don't feel like you have someone to talk it through with, you are always welcome to reach out Mm -hmm. to us. We are happy to be 
be that person for you. So we'll be back next week with our first episode about PWI's full episode on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. All right, y'all. Peace. Out.